welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. Also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Lots of things to get into today, folks, as uh, football and basketball are kind of going to be the theme of today's podcast because there's plenty to talk about in both. But of course, I have to start with the Razorback football team. And uh, this game against Colorado State that's going to be played on Saturday, 3 p.m. And, you know, <laughs> it's funny because you remember the game last year. I'm sure a lot of you won't ever forget it. But uh, Colorado State ended up winning against Arkansas, coming back in a major way, scoring 17 points to Arkansas 0 in the fourth quarter. And it was really the uh, start of something awful, which was the 2018 football season. And now you have this game. A little revenge game, if you want to call it that. But uh, regardless, it is it is a game that Arkansas desperately needs. And, you know, on this podcast, I try not to sugarcoat things too much. I try not to look at everything so ultra positive. Not try not to be like a fanboy media member as much as possible because I feel like that's doing you a disservice. And, and uh, I, I try to look at everything from different lenses. I try to look at it from the fan and from the media and from the coaches and from the U of A and, and from all of that. It's what I try to do. Sometimes I'm not always successful in it. But I will say that given how bad things are right now, and they are bad. Let's not pretend. It's bad. But given that, some of you have been asking me, what are the positives? If any positives at all. If we want hope. If we want something to believe in. If we want something to get on board with. What is it? What can we say about Chad Morris? What can we do about Chad Morris? And what what can we believe in that he can be the guy, be the coach that turns it all around in 2019? And so I've been thinking on that because I think it's a fair question. Because I don't think I don't think anybody who still has some hope or still has some faith and still wants to believe in Chad Morris and believe in this program this season is not stupid. Uh, I just maybe disagree with you, and we may have a difference of opinions, but I I see where you come from. Because, listen, some people are just built that way where they want to be positive about things. They want to feel like there is something to believe in. And so you will always find different things to try to make it work, try to make your beliefs work and feel better about yourself, where it's not constantly weighing on you to be talking terrible or thinking terrible about something that you hold most dear to your heart, which is the Razorback football team. So, from that perspective, I'll tell you this, folks. There's a, the positives that I really, really thought of and, and legitimately thought of. There's not many. I will, be, I will be up front. But one of the things that I think that you can at least hold your hat on is that Arkansas this weekend will be a different team. Now, it's cliche and it's easy to think or it's easy to say that, but... Anytime that you change quarterbacks, especially if you change quarterbacks in favor of a more talented quarterback, then there is going to be an element of not only rejuvenation and, and more energy around the locker room and around the team, but also a chance to where the entire offensive dynamic looks completely different from what all of you are used to seeing. There's a chance of that. Won't for sure happen, but there's a chance. And so... The offense has been the problem the past two games. I know the defense has their own issues. Don't get me wrong, folks. The defense has not looked great. 
It's not something that you can just say, oh, yeah, yeah, this is, this is, what, this is what defense is all about, baby. But it hasn't lost you the games. It hasn't won you one, but it hasn't lost you one. And in fact, I think the defense has done a good enough job in both games this year to help you win the game. If it wasn't for the defense in game one against Portland State, you would have lost that game. Plain and simple. And if it wasn't for the defense, and I know they gave up 31 points, but they were gassed at the very end. They were gassed. Now you can say it's a depth issue, it's a coaching issue, it's a conditioning issue, whatever it is. But the fact of the matter is, is that Arkansas's defense, I think, did a good enough job to win you the game. It was the offense that couldn't keep them off the field. The offense was just a, a, atrocious. So that element of this team will be completely different with Nick Starkle as your starting quarterback. It's completely different now. I think just from talking to some of the players and seeing body language and tone and just how Starkle handles himself, I think that alone right there could be a kicker. Not to lead you to 10 wins, but a kicker to get this thing really going, get it in gear, have some sort of threat and provide a threat to where the opposing defense has to check all the boxes and make sure that they got you covered in every aspect of the game. Because there's no doubt, folks, if you went back and you watched the past two games and and you really went back and watched it in depth, you would see that the defenses that these teams were were showing were not just like mind-blowing, whoa, these defenses, man, they, they know what they're doing. No. They were loading eight guys into the box and daring Ben Hicks to throw the ball. That's what all it was. Load them up, keep it all in front of you, and dare the quarterback to throw it deep. I mean, it was as simple as that. And when you watch that, and you see that element, it frustrates you even more because you're like, for crying out loud, no wonder the rushing attack can't get going. No wonder the all these different running backs, no matter who they put in, can't get just other than a few yards. And I know that the offensive line hasn't been amazing, but there's no doubt that it's tougher for them to be able to get blocks when you got eight men in the box. It's, it's just all a chain reaction. And when you don't have a deep passing threat, it takes your entire offense off the table. Best comparison I can have for you folks is under Houston Nutt. This was the biggest problem with Houston Nutt. He never had a quarterback with deep ball threats, ever. And even if he did, he didn't know how to use them. And so there were times where the offense was so lame and boring and non-creative because all it was was running because that's all he had. That's all he knew. And the offenses would so many times under nut, even if you had elite-type players on the offense, they would get shut down offensively. Like I remember the Auburn game in 2003. You had, like, Matt Jones on that team. And you had just you had Jason Peters and Sean. I don't think Sean Andrews was on that team anymore. I think that was after he left. But uh, my point is, is that you had some great players on that offense. And for whatever reason, you were unable to, to take that next step. You had Cedric Cobbs on that team, for crying out loud. I mean, you had you had Mark Pierce. You had some quality players. But you didn't have any downfield threat, so all these defenses would do on you is just come up to the box and they'd shut down your rushing attack, and you had, no, you had nowhere to go. You had nothing to do. 
And Nutt finally got out of that when he had just top-of-the-line elite players like Darren McFadden and Felix Jones and Peyton Hillis. He didn't have a passing threat during those years either, but those were just elite-caliber players. So my point is, is that you're finding yourself in a similar situation what you did under Nutt. You have a coach that probably has a pretty good playbook, that probably has a pretty good running game, at least in his strategy, but he can't throw it downfield because he doesn't have a threat to throw it downfield in Ben Hicks. And when you don't have a threat, the defenses know it, and they will come up on you, and they will beg you to try to throw deep on them. And that's what good defenses do. And that's what's happened to Arkansas. So maybe Nick Starkle having the deep ball threat can provide some of that threat, can kind of push the defenders back a little bit. Something just as simple as that can make all the difference in the world in a game. But they're going to have to showcase that in this game against Colorado State. They can't mess around. Time to win is now, folks. If Arkansas can't do it this weekend, I don't think they're going to be able to do it at all this football season. You know, I love going to events. And when I mean events, I mean sporting events and concerts and fun stuff like that. I love going with my friends. And it's tough to find the best seats for the best prices and not get completely and totally screwed in the deal. That's why I always use Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is by far the best way to not only get yourself to these great events, but get yourself to these great events with great seats and great prices. It doesn't get any better than that. You need to go to your iPhone, to your Android, whatever type of phone you're using, and download the Vivid Seats app. That way you can get enrolled in Vivid Seats Rewards. So that way you can check out all of the great deals that they have going on, and they give a 100% back buyer guarantee. So it's perfectly set for you, and they will make sure that you will have the greatest time for the greatest price at all your events. When you download that app, though, and at the checkout, when you're about to get your tickets... Use promo code KICKOFF at your checkout. That's right, promo code KICKOFF, and you will receive a discount of up to $100. It's a great deal. So go and download the Vivid Seats app right now. Get enrolled in Vivid Seats Rewards. Use promo code KICKOFF for a checkout to receive up to $100 discount. Make sure you make it happen, folks. You don't want to be disappointed. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Uh, This is great, uh, basketball side of things. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to really talk to you all about it, but this is awesome. Eric Musselman, he has not coached a single game at Arkansas yet. He hasn't. But he is doing about as good of a job of winning fans over during the offseason as any coach Arkansas has had in their history. I'm serious. I mean, they've had some coaches go through. They've had some coaches do some hires, and they had coaches say things. But as far as doing things, Musselman's got it going on. And the latest example of this is the fact that he and the University of Arkansas and Hunter Yerichek have made it to where the red-white game on October 5th at 3 p.m., that's a Saturday during the bye week, that Saturday – the red-white game will be held at Barnhill Arena. You heard correctly. Barnhill Arena. You know Barnhill. The original basketball palace of Mid-America. 
the place where Razorback basketball was born, where the, some of the greatest and most iconic games and moments and atmospheres were ever held on University of Arkansas history, and especially in basketball, it's happening. And I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. I cannot tell you how pumped up I am. I know all you fans are pumped up for it. This is what we've all been waiting for, to have coaches, to have administration who can just do the small little things to get fans excited. It doesn't take much. Of course, winning can cure all of that. We know that, but you can't win games until you play games. So what do you do in the meantime? You figure out ways to get fans excited about the season. And what better way than to have a red-white game, a scrimmage, doesn't count towards anything, it's not going to be on TV, at Barnhill Arena. Folks, there may be almost 10,000 people at that. I'm not kidding. There may be almost 10,000 people at that game. And it's a practice. And that is exactly what you would have. Because listen, if they were just doing a regular red-white game at Bud Walton Arena on October 5th, there'd be a good amount of people there. But it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But now you're doing it at Barnhill. Just just a change of location. Just going down the road to a different facility has probably increased your attendance to this shindig 20-fold. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible, and it's awesome, and I'm so glad that Eric Musselman is doing this. This is by far one of the best ideas I've ever heard a coach have, and I've been wanting so badly to have a game back in Barnhill. But what's crazy is the previous administration told us that it was just not feasible. It couldn't be done. It's not set up anymore to have basketball games. You know, it's just more and more evident right now, that the previous administration did not do any justice for Razorback fans and did not give two flips about Razorback fans. I mean, it's just more and more evident. And it's sad that we had to deal with this for this long. But now, now, you have people in power that they may they know that they got to win. We all know they got to win. But it's the small things, the little aesthetics that's able to make fans feel like Razorback fans again. Like you're getting back to the old good days. Whether it's throwback uniforms like in basketball they had. Naming the court after Nolan Richardson. And now, now you're going to have a game at Barnhill and where the two teams are not going to be the red and the white. It's going to be Team Eddie and Team Nolan. Yes. Yes. That is awesome. I know it's just a red-white game. It's a scrimmage. It doesn't count towards anything. But I know people that had zero interest in going to that event before, and now they are 100% going now. Just to see the atmosphere and to see basketball in the original place that has not been around and have basketball games in, excuse me, since 1993. I mean, it's been that long. And that's what's also crazy about it too, folks. Is there any other facility that you can think of, football stadium, basketball stadium, baseball stadium, whatever, that stopped having particular sporting events happen in their arena 30 years and it's still up maybe the cotton bowl i know that uh, but some teams still play there i mean there i mean there might be some examples but i'd be hard pressed to find a place that's on campus an on campus facility that was 
moved out of, but yet still stood tall for 30 years. And Barnhill has done that because there's something special about Barnhill. So kudos to you, Eric Musselman. Kudos to you, Hunter Yurchik. Kudos to everybody involved. It's going to be a great event. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. And it's free 99 to go to. That's the best thing about it. It's free. So don't worry about having to make sure you pay for anything like that. And, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Can't wait. We'll talk about that as it gets closer for sure. If you found 100, 100 well, I'm going to ask you this. Have you, if you ever found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? I mean, of course, you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? It's the same thing with my bookie. You got to go to my bookie because I go to my bookie and it's the fastest and easiest way to where you get paid out, where if you pay in, they help you win out. And let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you this, guys. I wouldn't be telling you any of this if I didn't truly believe that they were the best. So do the smart thing. If you're going to bet on football this season, bet with my bookie. Did you know that you can bet on games after kickoff? That's right. If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're that kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. So join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code Locked On to activate your offer. That's promo code Locked On with visiting my bookie today. You can get a double on your first deposit. Again, visit mybookie.ag today, where you play, you win, and you get paid. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can ask also gift after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.